the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. By Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. A strong earthquake has jolted the Indonesian island of Lombok, causing landslides and damaging buildings as it tries to recover from another quake earlier this month. The U.S. Geological Survey measured the quake, which was centered in the northeast of the tourist island, at magnitude 6.3 with a depth of 4 miles. It was felt on the neighboring island of Bali and was preceded a few minutes earlier by a magnitude 5.4 quake, also in Lombok's northeast. An Associated Press reporter on Lombok said the tremor caused landslides on the slopes of Rinjani and panic in villages. The shaking toppled the motorcycles and there was damage to buildings in Sembalun sub-district, including a community hall that collapsed. I'm Zaria Shakli. Flooding in southern India has killed some 800,000 people, or 800,000 people, I should say, have been displaced. Over 350 have died. This is SRN News. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Just a few ticks past two here in the Twin Cities. Here's your weather forecast update. Pretty nice August day out there. We'll get to the mid-80s for our high with mostly cloudy skies. Just a reminder, starting this Thursday, the Patriot is at the Minnesota State Fair. We're on the corner of Underwood and Murphy. Just look for the Patriot Travel Trailer. Now it's hour number two on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The closer, Brad Carlson. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And you can also uh, check out our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And like our page if you haven't already. And if you comment on that particular page, we'll definitely uh, get to your comments during the show as well. And however you choose to tune in, we certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, talked a lot of local politics in the first hour. Definitely want to get to some national news here in the second hour. And the continuing uh, bullying, let's just call it what it is. It's a bullying of Masterpiece Cake Shop. What it was not going to cease after the Supreme Court decision ruled in favor of Jack Phillips 7-2. to Now, you remember uh, this case. This was a very highly publicized case where Jack Phillips declined to use his artistic abilities to design a cake for a same-sex wedding because he felt that event, that particular uh, uh, particular, uh, shall we say, relationship that violated his religious beliefs. And therefore, he would not, didn't want to participate in it. You know, freedom of religion, freedom of association, all that. Now, People say people were talking about how this was a this was harkening back to Jim Crow and all these all the all this hyperbole, 
And the fact is, he didn't deny service based on what these people didn't deny them a service based on what they believed. If they wanted to buy a bunch of cupcakes, if they wanted to buy a bunch of baked goods, whatever, he would have sold them to them. No questions asked. Okay? Had a gay couple come in and wanted to buy a wedding cake for their uh, for a same-sex uh, wedding, he wouldn't have denied them that service. But it was the event. It was this particular event that he didn't believe in. And the Supreme Court ruled narrowly that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, who uh, addressed this complaint against Jack Phillips, they were very hostile to his religious beliefs, basically telling him he has to go through sensitivity training. Someone even used re-education, which is kind of creepy in that context. You know, you're going to think the right way, right? And Jack Phillips ended up winning at the Supreme Court case. But because they just ruled on this specific case, they didn't really address the issue of whether he has the right to deny using his artistic ability for a specific event. Rather, they uh, said that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission didn't act in good faith. You kind of knew that this wasn't going to be over for Jack Phillips, that he would continually be harassed, and, and it has happened. Uh, Alliance, for, Alliance of, uh, for Defending Freedom, they're the organization that took on Jack's case and were represented him in this case. And if you want to uh, find out more information about them, go to ADFlegal.org. That's ADFlegal.org for Alliance Defending Freedom. And they could always use resources to continue to battle for your freedoms because these cases they are taking on, they're going to affect all of us because precedent law is a very real thing in these days. Excuse me, I need to take a drink of water. So if you uh, feel, if you so desire... And uh, are a fan of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Why, by all means, donate to ADFlegal.org. And the fact that the Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center labeled them a hate group is the best endorsement that I could have, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm just, I'm just being honest here. But ADFmedia.org uh, put out a press release regarding the latest uh, against uh, Jack Phillips. On June 26, 2017, the same day the Supreme Court agreed to take up Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission, an attorney asked Philip to create a cake designed pink on the inside and blue on the outside, which the attorney said was to celebrate a gender transition from male to female. Phillips declined the request because the custom cake would have expressed messages about sex and gender identity that conflict with his religious beliefs. So, let me interject here. This is very consistent with what Jack Phillips has done. If there's a if there's something that can where they're asking him to participate in an event or or uh, ceremony or whatnot that conflicts with his deeply held religious beliefs, he'll decline. QED. Less than a month after the Supreme Court ruled for Phillips in his first case, the state surprised him by finding probable cause to believe that Colorado law requires him to create the requested gender transition cake. The state of Colorado is ignoring the message of the U.S. Supreme Court by continuing to single out Jack for punishment and to exhibit hostility towards his religious beliefs, said Alliance Defending Freedom Senior Vice President of U.S. Legal Division, Kristen Wagner. Even Jack, sir, even though Jack serves all customers and simply declines to create custom cakes that express messages or celebrate events in violation of his deeply held beliefs, the government is intent on destroying him, something the Supreme Court has already told it not to do. Neither Jack nor any other creative professionals should be targeted by the government for living consistently with their religious beliefs. So, again, this goes all the way back to the same-sex marriage debate before it became law of the land. I mean, it got to the point where you go all the way back to 2004, where opposition to same-sex marriage was basically two to one. And then over the next decade, it evolved so wildly that now it's pretty much a 50-50 split. Some may say the vast majority uh, supports same-sex marriage. I, I still don't believe that to be true. I still believe it's a, it's a very split issue. But people, if they convey deeply religious beliefs saying, well, my uh, deeply held beliefs does not lend any sanction to same-sex marriage, they're labeled as, as haters, as bigots, and, and, and they just don't want to deal with it. So it got to the point over the decade as, as it transitioned from a two-to-one against same-sex marriage to basically 50-50 split, 
it got to the point where people were like, you know, I don't really believe in that kind of union. I don't. I, I ultimately don't believe it's it's healthy. Whatever rationale people might have, okay. But hey, it doesn't affect my marriage. Doesn't affect my life. Live and let live. I, I'm to the point. I don't care anymore. That that was kind of how people were evolved from being against same sex marriage to eventually saying, eh, if it if it becomes a law of the land, so be it. Doesn't affect my life. Whatever. But here's the thing. And Eric Erickson who was writing for Red State at the time, he's now with The Resurgent, wrote a brilliant piece, and it's out there if you want to Google uh, Eric Erickson, you will be made to care. And that's what this is. You're going to be made to care. You are going to have to take a stand. You can no longer be indifferent to this. And so they're making, you know, Jack Phillips, like I said, you know, if, if a gay couple came in and wanted to purchase baked goods, he'd sell to them, not, no questions asked. But again, as it's emphasized here, if you're asking him to lend his abilities to a ceremony or an event that violates his religious beliefs, non-starter. Don't ask. It's not happening. So this is another instance of you will be made to care. You'll be made to take a stand. You're no longer to just sit back and, 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 and ignore it. So you're dragging people into this fight. And this they're barking up the wrong tree with this one. Because Alliance Defending Freedom has an, is an incredible organization with deeply talented legal minds that are going to fight for our freedoms, our, our First Amendment rights, our Second Amendment rights, what you know, the entire Bill of Rights, the entire Constitution, right? So this is a, this is a fight that you're not going to win, but yet I I just have a feeling it's just going to be continually used as an example of these people wanting just to be victims. That's that's really all it is, you know. And, and again, I've said it a hundred times on, the, on when talking about this. Why would you want? Why would you insist on somebody participating in a ceremony that doesn't want to be a participant? I mean, if my wife and I wanted to go to a specific bakery and have them make a cake for our an- wedding anniversary, and for whatever reason they didn't want to associate with us or didn't want to make the cake, type of cake we wanted. Okay, we wouldn't want them to do it. Okay, we don't want anybody involved in in, in a happy event in our lives that doesn't want to be involved because that just takes away from what we're celebrating. So it's pretty clear what's going on here. They're just basically bullying Jack Phillips and making him do something that he doesn't want to do because, again, this is part of the re-education. This is a part you will be made to care. Okay, nothing says freedom, uh, nothing, nothing, say, nothing says intellectual diversity by basically forcing someone to walk in lockstep with a belief and, and not stopping until everybody agrees with you. That's not very persuasive, and it's going to end badly. And uh, Matt Walsh at the Daily Wire, he's never one to pull punches, uh, so I'll read uh, some of his commentary on this uh, particular issue. Uh, it goes without saying, but I will say it. That the Colorado Civil Rights Commission is a collection of despicable, vengeful bullies. The whole agency should be shut down and the tyrants who run it should each be personally sued into financial ruin. These are very evil people. And it seems they are that they are so overcome and driven by mindless wickedness that, that now they can't even manage to disguise that fact. They've given up the charade. The mask is off. They hate Christians and want to punish Phillips for being Christian. Well, heck, the Supreme Court even found that. I, I, I don't know that they hate Christians, but they were very hostile to Jack Phillips' religious beliefs. The Supreme Court even said as much in their 7-2 decision. Anyhow, uh, that's what this is and always has been about. Now the fact has been made unavoidably clear. There isn't even a halfway believable pretense of rights being violated this time. Before they could accuse Phillips of making wedding cakes only for straight people, which was misleading and irrelevant, but even that claim isn't valid here. It's not like Phillips has ever made a cake to celebrate someone remaining the same gender. There is no opposite kind of cake that Phillips sells. Whether you are becoming a woman or becoming a man or becoming a werewolf or sticking with your biological identity, Phillips will not be providing a cake to celebrate it. And that's exactly right. I mean, it, it, they're just being very transparent here. And, and you know, the good good on Jack Phillips because he's saying, you want to you fight this out? Bring it on. In fact, Jack Phillips is, is not even waiting to be sued. He's taking it, on, he's taking it head on. And there, there really isn't, and this will, I would hope, be settled before it would ever get to another Supreme Court case. But if it needs to, 
again, Alliance Defending Freedom, they're going to be right there. And again, I have no stake in this organization whatsoever. I just support what they do. So ADFlegal.org, I'm sure they could use any any resources that you'd be willing to put forth because uh, this is something where your constitutional rights at stake. And I want to be darn sure that they're preserved in any organization like Alliance Defending Freedom that's willing to do so. Uh, I am willing to support wholeheartedly. So just uh, just an awful thing for Jack Phillips to have to go through. But God bless him. He's handling it with, well, more dignity than I probably could. I'll just say that much. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the clothes are right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. When I'm trying to forget the feeling that I miss. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. The Minnesota State Fair has always been full of treats. From corn dogs to cheese curds to anything on a stick, and now add a new furnace and air conditioner to that list. Announcing Standard Heating and Air Conditioning State Fair Sale. When you purchase a high-efficiency furnace by September 3rd, you can treat yourself to a new air conditioner starting at just $2,500. While you might not feel comfortable eating your weight in mini donuts, Standard Heating State Fair Sale will make sure you and your family stay comfortable, no matter what season it is. These savings end September 3rd, so don't wait. You can still get a new air conditioner for just $2,500 with the purchase of a new high-efficiency furnace from Standard Heating. It's no wonder over 475,000 of your fellow Minnesotans have relied on the experience and expertise of Standard's Nate Certified Technicians. Find out more about this great state fair sale at standardheating.com slash patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith DeCal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our broadcast as I am closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Programming. You can catch my friend and colleague, King Banyan. He's on Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, with the King Banyan Show. And Mitch Berg, he's a headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. He's heard Saturdays. He's on from 1 to 3 p.m. Right here on AM 1280. I am the closer, closing out weekends. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. And uh, feel free to use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you 
uh, tuning in. Uh, Mario Cuomo was a three-term governor of New York back in from the mid-'80s to mid-'90s. In fact, I alluded to the big Republican revolution of 1994 when it was Bill Clinton's first term as, as president and how the Republicans for the first time in 40 years took control of the House, and they also uh, had a— gained a majority in the Senate and forced Clinton to the middle on a lot of issues. And, of course, you remember that, uh, the Gingrich Revolution, led by uh, Newt Gingrich then became House Speaker, and they had the contract with America where they laid out a very uh, very uh, specific 10-point agenda. And Mario Cuomo was a victim of that, actually, uh, when George Pataki, Republican, defeated Cuomo's attempt to become governor for fourth term in New York. Why am I mentioning that? Well, no reason in particular other than the name Cuomo has come up in the news this past week for as accomplished and uh, noteworthy as Mario Cuomo has become. Uh, I I don't know his sons personally, uh, CNN commentator Chris and New York Governor Andrew, but uh, given some of the things they've said this past week, I I don't know that their father was ever this far left. I'm going to start with uh, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo decided to give a commentary in his uh, broadcast. Uh, I think he called it closing. Did he call it closing argument? Something along those lines? Closing argument. Okay. Yes, that's a, that's a name of a show by a friend of mine who's on the lesser conservative talk station. Um, but anyways, but uh, Chris decided to give a closing argument regarding uh, unite the right and uh, Antifa squaring off. Now you remember recently was a one year anniversary of the events in Charlottesville, Virginia, where some, uh, where the, uh, this group, Unite the Right, which is a group of neo-Nazis, protested uh, near the University of Virginia because they were removing some Confederate statues. And these guys who fancied themselves as uh, uh, kind of the Nazi ideology didn't take kindly to that. And Antifa joined the protest, and then, of course, it ended up being a clash, and it resulted in a woman dying. And Chris Cuomo will allude to that in this piece. I'm going to play this commentary. I don't think I'll get to the whole thing. But I want to play at least a couple of minutes and then interject my comments. Again, Chris Cuomo on his CNN broadcast. Welcome back to primetime. Here's a closing argument. Two wrongs and what is right. It's been one year since Heather Heyer was killed for standing up to hate. And our thoughts still go to her family. No prayers. We know what happened with racial tensions nationwide after that. And this weekend was billed as round two. Unite the right. The sequel. Organizers planned a rally in Washington, D.C. this time, but the turnout of white supremacists was thankfully pathetic, Good. which is why I didn't have to go there and cover it. Only a couple of dozen about you, showed huh, Chris? up. Proof they lost membership after being exposed again last year as a bunch of hateful losers. Good. No, they're still in force online, but they didn't have the guts to show up. And also that's good. good. Yep. Counter protesters did. There were good numbers of them. The vast majority were peaceful, but peppered in the crowd oh, were members oh, of there. Antifa or anti. Okay, counter-protesters made up primarily of Antifa, like I said. I always say that Antifa, which is short for anti-fascist, they put the fa in Antifa. This is a group that consistently goes to college campuses and vandalizes property and in some cases enacts violence because a speaker who is of the conservative ideology shows up to give a lecture. Okay, you're, you're trying to tell me these people are peaceful? Is this who Chris Cuomo is trying to stand up for? Continue. Them, the vast majority were peaceful. Okay. But peppered in the crowd were members of Antifa or anti-fascists. They covered their faces, confronted police, and berated journalists. And that was wrong. Now, you've been hearing it. There's a lot of whataboutism and spin going on, and it's kind of sickening to me. So let's all agree on some common understandings. A protester uses their voice. Song, slang, slurs, there's a huge range, but it is talk. When you use your hands in a violent way, you are a rioter. And unless you're justified in defending yourself and you hit someone, you're a thug, you're a criminal. You attack cops, you slap the media, you're in the wrong, period. But I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. In the eyes of the law, yes. But in the eyes of good and evil, here's the argument. If you're a punk who comes to start trouble in a mask and hurt people, you're not about any virtuous cause. You're just somebody who's going to be held to the standard of doing something wrong. But when someone comes to call out bigots and it gets hot, even physical, are they equally wrong as the bigot they are fighting 
I argue no. Okay, stop right there. Fighting against. So he's saying that Antifa is coming out, and, and he says, well, and he, and he, is, he clarifies. There are some that come out just to commit gratuitous violence, but there are some. But he's basically saying there's some members of Antifa who are coming out to combat this hate. No, no, they're not. They're not. All Antifa has ever done is again show up to throw a collective temper tantrum on campuses when there's a conservative speaker. They basically got the heckler's veto when Ann, when Ann Coulter went to speak at Berkeley. She finally got to the point. You know what? This is enough of this. I'm not. I'm not coming. You know, Ben Shapiro. How many? How how much did they have to spend on security before Ben Shapiro was finally allowed to come there? Right. This isn't a. This isn't a group that's coming there to just use their voice. Okay. This is a group that's coming to deliberately enact violence and to try to provoke others into violent actions against them. Okay. They're being deliberately provocative. So don't don't sit there and tell me that. If they react to a punch from a neo-Nazi, that their punch is, is, has a moral superiority. It doesn't, because they're the ones that are basically provoking the other side. Now, again, I don't want to, I don't want to go down the road of Chris, Chris Cuomo and sound like I'm defending one side over there. I'm not. Neo-Nazi, this neo-Nazi group is despicable, but guess what? They got a legally acquired permit to protest near the University of Virginia. And what they stand for is repugnant and disgusting, and I, I want no part of it. And the news media, if they were smart, they, they would stay away from it. Now, again, it's newsworthy when a bunch of guys who declare themselves as neo-Nazis are out in the street, because guess what? A group like that has been so woefully marginalized for so long that now all of a sudden they're coming out of the woodwork because they feel emboldened by President Trump. And that's where I, that's where I was disappointed with President Trump, is because... He could have easily said last year that, you know what, people say that these people are emboldened because I'm president and they support me as president and they they support my agenda, da-da-da-da. He says, if that's the case, I don't want any part of it, okay? You can support whoever you want for president, but I don't want any part of it because our society, civilized society, has no place for your ideology, which is saying that your race is some sort of master race and any other group minority group is somehow marginalized and no good and shouldn't be allowed in this society. He says, if that's what you believe, I want no part of it. The president didn't do that, unfortunately. He's, and I've said it a hundred times on this show. He's got this strange moral code that if someone is nice to him or says nice things about him, he can't bring himself to condemn them, even though what neo-Nazis do is, frankly, quite condemnable. So this idea that Chris Cuomo is coming out and saying, well, you know, they're, they're, you know, morally punching back, you know, against someone who's, who's, uh, who's punching you or, or not even punching them. You know, obviously that's, that's justification for self-defense. If someone punches you, yeah, you punch back. That's, that's, that's self, that's justified self-defense. But to say somehow that if Antifa starts going into a crowd of neo-Nazis and slugging him, slugging them, that's somehow morally superior than what neo-Nazis are doing? That just doesn't even, that doesn't even make any sense. You know, and, and, he, and did, you, did you notice, by the way, how he made it all about him? Well, I'm, I'm glad the turnout was pathetic because uh, then I didn't have to go cover it. It's like, well, yeah, but here's the thing. That it's all ideologically driven. Remember the March for Our Lives? The big uh, gun grabber? Protests that took a, took place in multiple cities that was headed up by the Stoneman Douglas students, you know, trying to trying to grab the guns. All right, how many how many CNN shows were run from multiple cities during these protests? Yet every year, the March for Life, the pro life pro life organizations March for Life dwarf these crowds, and that's every year, and they don't get the kind of wall to wall coverage. So the amount of protesters doesn't really matter. If it fits with your ideology, that's what you're going to choose to go after. So, you know, like I said, the best thing to do is just to marginalize these neo-Nazis. Unfortunately, you know, they're going to be able to say what they want to say. And, you know, that's the that's the good thing. And I mean, I love the First Amendment. Don't get me wrong. But what it also leads to is speech you hate, speech that makes your blood boil. 
Okay? But guess what? As long as they're not committing any crimes, they can say disgusting things. You know, the Supreme Court also ruled like Westboro Baptist Church. Remember the awful things they were saying at military members' funerals? So Chris Cuomo, surprisingly, uh, was not the most inane Cuomo brother from this past week. Yeah, we'll get into that next segment here on AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. And take your call, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. Or just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N-Show on Twitter. Brad Carlson, the closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Message and data rates may apply. Guys. Got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I am the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Democrats have long boasted of a big blue wave that will wash over Republican majorities in the U.S. House and Senate in this November's elections. Their predictions may come true if Republicans take their eye off the ball and fail to remind voters over and over and over again of their role in passing policies that have helped to create one of the strongest American economies in recent memory. Indeed, the GOP's core ideas of targeted deregulation, tax cuts, and government reform have played a significant role in our country's economic renaissance. American businesses are leading us in robust job creation. Consumers are confident about where things are headed, and we're in a period of strong economic growth. The economic argument should be at the core of the GOP's pitch to voters this fall. Doing anything else will put Republican control of the Congress in real jeopardy. I'm Lon He Chen. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. No, I can't take one more step towards well, you. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Because all that's waiting is regret. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Don't you know I'm not your ghost anymore? Again, uh, another reminder: go to am twelve eighty thepatriotcom Click on the banner for the Battleground Talkers tour and order your tickets today. You want to have dinner? There's still one ticket remaining at the Narn table, one ticket remaining at Larry Elder's table, or six tickets remaining at Michael Medved's table. Dennis Brager, his table is sold out. But if you want to just come and hear Michael Medved, Dennis Brager, Larry Elder, talk about the upcoming midterm elections, hey, it's October 25th, that's a Thursday, at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner to get more information, and we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, continuing our discussion on the uh, issues uh, from this uh, past week. Well, not so much issues, I guess. It would be some, uh, I guess, news stories from this past week. We played a uh, short clip 
I didn't play the entire clip from Chris Cuomo because there was a lot of things I had to say about it, where basically he says uh, if neo-Nazis and Antifa punch each other, that Antifa's punch is somehow uh, morally superior, was Chris Cuomo. Uh, It was Chris Cuomo's um, rationale. Well, he's got an older brother by the name of Andrew, Andrew Cuomo, who happens to be the uh, governor of New York. And if, Ryan, if we've got uh, cut number 26, this is Andrew Cuomo from this past week. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. We have not reached greatness. We will reach greatness when every American is fully engaged. Did I did I just hear a sitting governor of one of the biggest, largest states in the union say America is not that great? Really? America's not going to be great again. They're just not that great. You know, you know what's funny? Uh President Trump said on Twitter, you know, he says a lot of things on Twitter, but one of his Twitter posts that I remember from within the past few weeks, he says, you know, Democrats all they are is about just opposing everything I do. I mean, if I said tomorrow that I don't want a border fence and I no longer want a border wall, just forget the fence, the Democrats would all of a sudden want it. That's basically what Trump says, and he's exactly right. Because a lot of these Democrats, it's just all about everything anti-Trump. I mean, Neil Gorsuch was one of the most qualified jurists to be brought before the Judiciary Committee for confirmation of the Supreme Court. In fact, I think it was 12 Senate Democrats voted for him in 2005 when he was up for a federal appointment, and they're still in the Senate in 2017 when his nomination came up, and suddenly he wasn't good enough anymore. So it's all, it's, it's all about anti-Trump. And now, in fact, there was someone, this is kind of a digression, but someone put out a tweet last night. There was a Democrat strategist who basically said we have to oppose every single solitary nominee that President Trump puts forth. And someone said, what about the justice, I forget the, ju- the judge's name, who uh, brought hate crime charges against Dylan Roof in the, Char- in the Charleston, South Carolina mass shooting? Even that judge wouldn't be good enough? Yep, yep, got to draw a line somewhere. Yep, no, no judges that Trump puts forth. I mean, honest to God, they are literally admitting that they're tossing aside any scintilla of principles whatsoever, all to oppose Trump. It's insane. And my point in bringing that up is, what's Trump's biggest slogan? Make America great again. Well, Andrew Cuomo comes out and says, ah, you know what? America really wasn't that great. And it's funny, uh, Ben Domenech, he, uh, he is with a uh, Federalist. He found a quote from Mario Cuomo, who spoke, you know, who's Andrew's father, and I, as I mentioned, was a three-term governor of New York. Mario Cuomo at the Democratic National Convention in 1984 says to occupy the highest seat in the greatest state, in the greatest nation, in the only world we would know is an ineffably beautiful tribute to the democratic process. So apparently, Chris Cuomo, or excuse me, in this case, Andrew Cuomo, uh, doesn't, doesn't agree with his father's assessment that this country isn't that great? I mean, you could go down a laundry list of things that have made this country great. You know, Ronald Reagan talked about it all the time, American exceptionalism, because we live by a very detailed constitution of inalienable rights granted to us by our creator. And yeah, let's let's not gloss over this country's history. Okay, there have been some people that were marginalized. But guess what? What makes this country great is is you had people who were willing to stand up and say no more. Look at the civil rights era, specifically Martin Luther King and all of the protests that they enacted. They were bringing attention to these injustices. And guess what happened? Because they were bringing attention to them in a civilly disobedient way. There, That's the key. With civil disobedience, Martin Luther King was willing to spend time in jail. But he didn't do so using violence. Okay? He did so to bring attention to these just incredibly unjust laws, which, you know, in the, in the 60s, whether that black people were facing. So that's one great thing about this country is the fact that you can speak up against these horrible laws that were enacted by our government. And I've said it a hundred times on the show. You know, when people try to say that not baking a cake for a gay wedding is on par with Jim Crow laws is utterly ridiculous 
because Jim Crow laws were was government mandated segregation. Even if a business owner, a restaurant owner, back in the fifties and sixties wanted to exercise their freedom of conscience, saying, "You know what? This is ridiculous. Black people should be available to should be able to eat in my restaurant, same as white people. I'm not going to have segregation in my restaurant." So I'm going to they they but they were not allowed to exercise their freedom of conscience. Why? Because it would run afoul of the law. Government mandated segregation. So that's one thing that makes makes this great, this country great, is that we have that ability to speak up. And and guess what? There aren't uh, immigrants, and I, 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 I say immigration is a good thing, legally, of course, people that want to come here and make a life that they can't have in countries where they live in, right? You don't see people flooding to, uh, to other countries, do you? Because in, only in this country can you have an opportunity to have literally nothing and make something great out of your life. No other country is that possible. Heck, Barack Obama's coming out party. When was when did Barack Obama really get noticed? Was at the 2004 Democrat National Convention when he gave a speech, and he basically talked a lot. Well, he didn't say that. I don't think he used the phrase American exceptionalism, but he talked about his story about basically he was raised by a single mother, had to help have help being raised by his grandparents, and you know he was a young black man who. Worked hard and eventually got into a, went to a prestigious Ivy League school and became a constitutional scholar. You know, you wouldn't know it by the way he was president that he was a constitutional scholar, but uh, that's another story entirely. My point is, is that the one phrase that resonated with me is that Barack Obama said, "Only in this country is my story possible." Okay. We do have a couple of callers that want to weigh in on this uh, particular comment. Uh, Vincent is on line one. Vincent, uh, thank you for calling. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Well, thank you, Bert, for bringing up that uh, comment by the governor. Um, engagement, I don't know what he meant, but engagement, if the citizens or the communists like in Russia were engaged and they had a revolution there right around World War One. And the Stalinists or the communists took over, you know. Is that a, he means engagement, have a revolution by the citizens and overtake the government? I think, he, I think he means engagement that get enough people out there voting for Democrats is how I took it. But uh, your mileage may vary. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I, I think what he meant by that is like get more people engaged in the, in the process because so many people stayed home in 2016 because they were disgusted with either choice that they had. And not enough people got out to the polls or voted or advocated on behalf of either candidates. That I mean, I I can't read his mind, but I'm thinking he believes that the majority of this country ha- is more of a left of center. Um, so therefore, if they would get engaged get in the process, we might get more Democrats elected. Uh, let's go to line two. Bob is on the line. Hey, Bob, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Uh... It, does he mean that America wasn't great when we sacrificed hundreds of thousands of soldiers in World War II and on the beaches of Normandy, all our dead soldiers? He's dishonoring them. That's a disgraceful what he said. Yeah, thanks for the call, Bob. And even the uh, that uh, uh, conservative stooge. In fact, um, I think we have that sound clip. Um, Ryan, I apologize. I'm kind of pulling it. Yeah, uh, cut number 23. That conservative stooge, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, do we have that available? Uh, just let me know when you have that available. It's cut number 23. Uh, that conservative stooge, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, even had a, a thing or two to say uh, about Andrew Cuomo basically saying that uh, uh, America was never great. I mean, say you can pick apart the context all you want, and on its face, maybe he didn't mean it to come out like it sounded, but it's, it's, it's politically stupid. And uh, here's Stephen Colbert. Here in New York, we're in the middle of a governor's race, and things are heating up for New York governor and man saying, hey, I'm governor here. (laughs) Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo gave a speech at a bill signing event, and in doing so, he said something stupid. It's subtle to pick out, but see if you can spot it. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great.
I guess you need video for that. I know. Okay, so that's uh, that's Stephen Colbert. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, he must he must have had a like a just stupefied look on his face or something. I guess you need video for that. But I'll, I'll have to look that one up. But yeah, uh, Stephen Colbert, furthest thing from a from a uh, right wing nut job there is. Even he's calling out, and there's no defensing what Andrew Cuomo said. And again, I, I guess he later clarified his remarks. But, you know, like Bob alluded to, how many hundreds of thousands of men and women have we sacrificed in the name of freedom? I mean, how many would sign up voluntarily and go overseas and pick up a gun to fight for freedom if they didn't think this country was, was great, if they didn't think it was worth fighting for? Again, you know, we're all human beings. And as human beings, there have been a laundry list of representatives, presidents, maybe even governors, whomever, has made some poor choices and has caused some damage, okay, because we're human beings. But the concept of America is absolutely great because there's no other country, again, where people are flood are flooding to to try to get in and make a life where they feel hopeless in their own country. There are a lot of countries where you can speak out freely against your government without fear of retribution from the government for for all the fascist talk that people attribute to to President Trump and President Trump has said some silly things you know say call it saying that the press is the enemy of the people it's irresponsible I'll just say it I, I don't like it when the president says that it's it's irresponsible or when he tries to insert himself into into a business saying well the business should run itself this way when these employees get out of order it's irresponsible but guess what if he was a true fascist, a true dictator, he could actually use the use his office to make laws to ensure that they bend to his will. And that's not how this country works. It's not how it works in this country. We can speak, and people do speak out. People say the things they say about Trump, you couldn't even write that down in a, in a dictatorship. Because if someone from the government saw something you wrote down, denigrating a dictator like people denigrate Trump, you would never hear from them again. You would never hear from their family again. So, yeah, uh, Governor Cuomo stepped in it, which means he'll probably only win his elect- next election by about 25 points. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. It is me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming up with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such... A blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. The only thing more truly Minnesotan than our weather is our great state fair. So Standard Heating and Air Conditioning decided to make the most of them both with their state fair sale. 
Purchase a high-efficiency furnace by September 3rd, and you'll also get a new air conditioner starting at just $2,500. That's a whole lot of comfort and peace of mind for not a lot of money. It's like ordering a tray of cheese curds, and they say, hey, we're going to throw in this bag of mini donuts, too. Win-win. Plus, knowing our weather, you'll probably be needing your furnace and your AC over the next few months. So don't wait to take advantage of standard state fair sale and get a new air conditioner for just $2,500 when you purchase a new high-efficiency furnace. You can trust the experienced Nate certified technicians at Standard to get them installed perfectly. Learn more about this great state fair sale at standardheating.com patriot, and they'll see you at the fair, rain or shine. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, comfort you deserve. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. One final segment on the broadcast. And again, uh, don't forget the next couple of weekends, Mitch and I will be out at the State Fair. Our State Fair Broadcast Center, in case you've not been there or forgotten where it is, we are at the north end of the fairgrounds uh, near Machinery Hill on the corner of Underwood Street and Murphy Avenue, right next door to the big orange Home Depot building. And again, just get on Underwood Street, just walk north, and uh, you'll run into it. I guarantee you. Or if you don't see the big orange building, listen for the incessant pounding for the youngsters, like making, what do they make, like birdhouses and and toolboxes, all that sort of fun stuff. But uh, anyways, we look forward to it. This is kind of, I think Mitch dubs it our kind of the Super Bowl of our broadcast year is being out at the State Fair uh, because we get to hang out with you, the listeners. And uh, we're going to have a, uh, I'm planning on, by back by popular demand, if you'll recall, I played a game show last year called Real News or The Onion, where I would read a headline and a couple of paragraphs from a news story, and you had to guess if it was a real news story or The Onion. Of course, The Onion being a satire news site. Because the news these days is just so outlandish that a lot of people say, I can't tell if this is satire or not. Or if there is a satirical site that puts together a satirical story, you say, you know what? I, I know that's satire, but my God, that could be that's so believable in this day and age. So we're going to be playing that game show. So we need audience members. Come on out to our broadcast center because we need audience participation for this one. So be sure to uh, come check that out. And uh, I'm going to try to arrange it so we could uh, have some prizes uh, to give away. That's that's the goal. Um, you know, I don't want to speak too soon. You know, I got to talk with our promotion staff and, and everyone else. So I don't want to don't want to speak too soon on that one. But uh, definitely look forward to seeing you out there at the fair again. I'll be on Sundays one to three p.m. Mitch will be on Saturdays one to three p.m. and it's it's fun. Uh, I uh, did want to uh, express uh, my. Uh, uh, before I uh, definitely before I uh, sign off, uh, I did uh, read this story from the uh, Piner Press uh, this past week. Uh, former U.S. Senator Norm Coleman announced on Facebook Tuesday that his cancer has returned. Uh, Coleman, who served as mayor of St. Paul from 1994 to 2002, had previously battled throat and neck cancer. He said he is two weeks into chemotherapy treatment for stage four cancer, where quote the prognosis is typically not optimistic. The beast that is my cancer has returned. It has reasserted itself. The prognosis for metastasized cancer uh, is typically not optimistic. I won't lie to you. Cancer has shaken my soul, but it has not broken my spirit, said Coleman, age 68, in the online statement. Describing his illness, uh, he said he is nonetheless confident the fight is, quote, very winnable, close quote. Uh, I've only had the occasion to meet Norm Coleman on a couple of occasions. In fact, Ironically enough, one time was at a Patriot event. It was the two, just before the 2006 midterm elections, which was a horrible time uh, for Republicans. Uh, Norm Coleman was a U.S. senator at that time, and he came and spoke at a Patriot event. And again, I was not even a member of the Northern Alliance Radio Network at the time. I was just an audience member. I, was, I knew the guys that were part of the NARN at the time, and I came as, an, as, a, as a, obviously a fan of the NARN and an audience member and listened to Norm Coleman, I think— uh, uh, Mark Kennedy was there. He was running for Senate at the time, and Hugh Hewitt came to town. I believe there's some members of Congress who were there as well. So I had a chance to meet Norm there, and then he was actually at the State Fair. I want to say 2011, he was on Michael Medved's show, and I was a, that was my first year as a member of the Northern Alliance, and Norm came on Michael Medved's show and talked with Medved a little bit, and I you know chatted with him a little bit. He wouldn't remember me, um, but the couple of times I had to meet him, he was just always very engaging, very affable, and uh, just he 
the thing I notice about some people when they have a conversation with you, they're always kind of giving the look away. They're kind of looking for someone else as they're talking to you. And that's one thing I notice when I have a conversation about people. Number one, I'm cognizant myself not to do it, not to try to look past people when I'm having a conversation with someone. But that's the one thing I remember specifically about Norm Coleman is when I had a conversation with him. Again, it was maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute and a half, who knows. But he he paid rapt attention to what I had to say to him, which there isn't much I could say to him, okay, given his life experiences at the time. But nevertheless, he was a great listener. And uh, I, this just deeply saddens me because he's one of the good ones, you know, and I never really got over the fact that uh, he lost in 2008 to uh, the despicable Al Franken, but fortunately Franken was exposed as the fraud he was and sent packing. So, you know, it all, all worked out in the end, of course, other than the fact that Norm wasn't a senator. But nevertheless, uh, I never... You know, I never got a sense as he withdrew from electoral politics that he was uh, overly angry or bitter about it, particularly in 2011. I mean, there were a lot of people that after he was done on the Medved show at the state fair in 2011, a lot of people wanted to talk to him. And guess what? He sat, he stood there and talked to everybody that that, that approached him, that engaged him. So uh, I can tell you this, I, I, I don't give lip service when I say stuff like this. When I offer up prayers, I mean it. When I say I'm going to pray for you, I'm going to do it. And I've been praying fervently for Norm Coleman ever since I've heard about this uh, particular diagnosis, this latest uh, news story. It is, um, it's, uh, it's pretty devastating, to say the least. But like I said, uh, he's beat it before, and he's got the fight in him, and he's, he's going to go after it with everything he can. And it sounds to me like he's you know, still working his job. Uh, I guess he's uh, working for a firm in, in Washington, D.C., still making that happen every day and coming home on weekends and enjoying, enjoying life up at the cabin and— uh, I I doubt Senator Coleman is listening, but on the chance he is or on the chance his family members are, no, Senator Coleman, I am praying fervently for you every day, sir, and uh, I I look forward to seeing you very, very soon and uh, hearing the good reports of how, once again, you'll have a clean bill of health. I uh, feel good about this one, uh, even though, like he said, the the prognosis is typically uh, not very optimistic, but uh, cancer's got to fight on his hands in this one. Uh, that's That is for certain. So... Anyways, folks, I have enjoyed it. As always, thank you for tuning in. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Again, come on out to the fair the next two weekends where Mitch and I will be broadcasting our regular shows on the corner of Underwood Street and Murphy Avenue, north end of the fairgrounds, right next door to the big orange Home Depot building. Look forward to chatting with you. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay Hey, welcome to our show. Hey, and we got some news. Premier Pool and Spa is having a truckload sale. Does that mean there's just one or two of them are on sale? Because that's all that fits in my truck, eh? Did uh, you just fall off a truck? Yeah, that's why I talk like this, eh? No, that means that all the hot tubs and swim spas in the inventory are all on sale, plus the next two truckloads, and they're all on sale. And if they don't have what you want, they can build exactly what you're looking for, and it'll be on sale too, eh? Well, shouldn't you wait for all the summer fair sales? Because everyone says that's the best time of year to buy, eh? Hey, remember the people have to pay to have a booth at the fair? And then when you look at the deals, it includes that cost in there, so it's not really a deal. So why wait till another time when the deals now are just as hot as the weather? Buy now and get what you want when you want it at this big truckload sale. Visit Premier Pool and Chan Essen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? Take off. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things... 
how important is a roof or gutters? And, and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.